Hello my digital friends. The internet has informed me that Ellen has decided to buy Twitter. There's quite a few things this might mean for the platform moving forward. To tell you more about it, here's Britain from MPAC. Hey there everyone, this is Britain from MPAC and wow has it been a Monday. So there's been a lot of news going around lately that Elon Musk of all people decided that he wanted to buy Twitter. And for a lot of people who have been around Twitter and just around the internet for a while, Elon does a great job at convincing people that they never know what he's going to do. You never know if he's actually serious or if he's joking. I mean, one moment he's talking about trying to bring Dogecoin to everything. And then the next moment he's actually talking about Starlink. He's talking about Tesla. He's actually talking about things that are important and people actually care about in our community. So, uh, there, wow, there's a lot of things to unpack with this situation here with Elon buying Twitter. And really the way I'm going to look at this is from the perspective of what does it mean for all of us as businesses when we're trying to use Twitter and uh, what does it mean that Elon is coming in and essentially buying this thing? So three things that I'm really kind of looking at when I'm identifying like what are the pros and cons of Elon Musk coming in and buying Twitter? And one of those things first has to be talked about is Elon's wanting to take the company private and people can be on the fence about whether or not this is good or bad or whatever you make of it. When it comes to taking a company private, there's a couple of things that come to my mind. One, when you take a company private, hypothetically speaking, you can have more control over like the product in general. So you can go in, you can make quite a lot of changes to the products and kind of have more creative control over it. And it really depends on the way that Elon or whoever he gets or whoever he hires to come in and essentially take over the product and figure out what they're going to do with it. So uh, better creative control, better control over kind of the direction of the platform in general. And some people might see this as good. Some people might see it as bad. And a lot of people could see it as bad because very similar to like when Jeff Bezos bought, what is it, the, the Washington Post, a lot of people thought that the Washington Post would essentially start coming out with stories that was in favor of Amazon or in favor of whatever the business interests are of uh, Jeff Bezos. And to an extent, like there have been some pro stories that have come out from the Washington Post and a lot of it is kind of up to everyone's discretion as far as kind of the way that companies lean once like different people come in and buy in like a certain percentage or just buy out the whole entire company. So that's one thing that people find is a negative potentially of Elon buying Twitter is this potential that Twitter just kind of becomes this pro machine for anything and everything Elon is doing or what he's committed to. And that could be a very big negative because a lot of the times what Elon may want doesn't necessarily line up with what the Twitter community wants. And you can definitely see that. I mean, if you go through Twitter right now, a lot of people are very upset that Elon is buying it. They're saying, you know, there's so many different ways he could use his money. Like he could uh, try to use his money like end world hunger, which is kind of an exchange that happened between Elon and the uh whoever it was the world i don't I, I forget the organization but it was basically like elon was saying hey present me with a plan and uh 
if it's a sound plan, then he would donate an amount of money to try to help alleviate world hunger. And he was never presented with a plan. Then you get into situations like this where he's very explicit about like, I want to buy the company. And then Twitter was like right on top of that and be like, oh, I don't know. So they were pretty reactive to uh, what Elon was attempting to do. So another way of looking at kind of like taking the company private to kind of step back into that conversation, besides it potentially being a negative that he'll try to force change that's kind of in pro to like what his objectives are. The thing about taking a company private is if there's enough money to back it, then a lot of people might actually have kind of job security to an extent. And what I mean by that is when you have someone who has as much money as Elon, he can throw however much money he wants at it without necessarily having to worry about what the marketplace will do to the company. So right now, Twitter is a public company and everything that Twitter does, whether we like it or not, is based on what shareholders vote on and whatever leadership or the executive suite wants to vote and what they want to do with Twitter moving forward. And some people could see like the negatives of a public company as, you know, not a lot of change can really come from the bottom up. A lot of it comes top down because whoever has the most money has the most sway over what the company does and how they take uh, the product and what direction that they feel is in the best interest of shareholders. So that is a very big pro that could be coming in the play is once you bring the company back private, there is more control over what should we do with this platform and what's actually in the best interest of the platform, which Elon claims are there's like a couple of things that he's wanting to do. One of them being that taking it private, being able to roll in some more features as far as like better validation of people coming onto the platform. He's also wanting to make the platform open source, which kind of goes into my next point about the technology aspects of this acquisition. So the next big thing about acquisitions, a lot of the times when people in technology come in, they want to buy a company. There's a couple of reasons why they may want to do it. One thing could be that they see opportunity in the technology. Another opportunity is they see the team that's behind this technology and says, these are some great engineers. These are some great people that are working on this product. And it's essentially like an aqua hire where you go in to the company and say, hey, this is this is a phenomenal team that's working on this product. I want to buy this company just because of this team. And that happens a lot in technology. You see that with Apple. You see that with Google, Microsoft, Facebook. Like They come along. They see something great. And they're buying either the team, the technology, or both to improve their own technologies. So when you look at something like Twitter, it has a very interesting backbone. So what Elon is essentially pledging he's going to do is make Twitter open source, which hypothetically, in his words, would make it so that people have access to all the inner workings, all the algorithms that make Twitter function. And this is... there's. A lot of pros and there's a lot of cons with something like this. So if you can imagine when you take technology and you make it open source, essentially any developer can come in, whether uh, it's a positive influence or a negative influence, and they can affect the direction of the product from a technology standpoint. So someone could hypothetically come into the back end of Twitter 
and look at the technology and be like, wow, all these, I, I could use some of these algorithms for uh, either a positive or a negative spin. And kind of to that point, like when we think of like the way that stories come up in our feeds and the way that information is kind of delivered to us, a lot of times it's very personalized. And the reason for that is Twitter, just like any other platform, a lot of their money comes from advertising. So you want people to engage with your platform. You want people to interact with it in a way to where they stay on the platform because they like what they're reading and, what they, and they like what they're seeing. So someone could come along and see some of these algorithms for how these stories are brought up in the people's feeds and figure out, oh, how can I game this to where when maybe I submit a story, I can game the system in a way to get the most people looking at this thing. So very big, not, like very big negative. And there's also a very big positive with that, because we could also take a look at some of this technology and figure out. What are some of those things that are maybe giving someone an unfair advantage and elevating their story that maybe don't deserve it? And it's something that we need to figure out a good way for the community to almost kind of like bring certain stories up front. And it's very much kind of like the way that Reddit runs, where a lot of the stories are either upvote or downvote. And then the community essentially has a say in the direction of what stories are happening and what gets elevated and so on. So taking it open source, I could see a very good thing happening where you kind of have this Reddit situation where you try to take all these different things and you try to upvote them like through a like, or maybe if you don't interact with it in general, it you know sinks down in the algorithm. And another way that you could kind of leverage this algorithm is figuring out what are some good ways that we can validate if someone who's kind of propagating a story is actually the real person and it's not just some robot going around and, you know, upvoting things, downvoting things, whatever. And this is what really brings us to our next part of the conversation. And this is about blockchain. So when we look at like validation and we look at different ways that we can prove whether something is a bot, whether something is actually a person, is it a real story? Is it a fake story? One big thing I would love to see Twitter do is embrace blockchain quite a bit more. And I know it started to kind of do that. I know Jack Dorsey is a big, huge proponent of like Bitcoin and blockchain in general. And Elon kind of has his moments when it comes to blockchain and that technology. One of them that a lot of people know of is Dogecoin. And I don't I don't think anyone really wants you know, Twitter to turn into this big, huge machine that's like pushing on Dogecoin. But Twitter does have a very big opportunity with leveraging blockchain. So we can go in and we can validate people. We can kind of essentially give them that check mark a lot easier and be like, hey, we know that you are the real person. We can go in and we can validate companies are real and stories are real. And there's just a lot of really cool things we can do with blockchain as like an underlying technology to really bring Twitter and make it realize its full potential of this place. It's really kind of this town square of stories that can propagate the Internet and real people that can like the story and give it prominence. So we don't have to worry about is this something that's being propagated by someone else? Is this something that my community and all my followers and the people that I follow, are these actually stories that they care about? 
And that's really the power behind kind of everything going on with Twitter is yes, right now on the surface, there's a lot of kind of negative emotion, a lot of negative connotation with Elon and what it means with him taking over the platform. I do see a lot of positivity that could come from this if people were to give enough time to not only Elon, but also Twitter as a company as it makes this transition from going public to going private and trying to figure out the best way of kind of bringing all of Twitter's people together and make them feel heard and make it feel like it's not just this hostile takeover that a lot of people seem to be kind of perpetuating that it is. And it can actually kind of come across that way. So if Elon can come in and he can prove to all the employees at Twitter that, hey, this is my vision. This is the reason why I'm, you know, buying Twitter. Please give me a little bit of time so I can build trust with you guys. And looking at all these different opportunities, like, for example, going back to the whole open source thing, making Twitter more open source, have Twitter kind of be this liaison that kind of controls like the underlying technology but allows third parties to come in and provide some good and provide some good direction as far as how can we make Twitter more open? How can we make the algorithms uh, more correct in showing different stories and showing the right stories at the right time and not, you know, potentially propagating like any kind of false information or false story and potentially looking at integrating with blockchain and seeing, is there a good way that Twitter can bring in blockchain to kind of serve as that handler for validation, proving that certain people are real, that certain stories are real, and that real people are interacting with these stories. So we know that it's a more proper town square instead of this machine just spitting out whatever bad actors or whoever it is, whatever stories that they want to propagate on their ends for good or for bad. And with that, that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I would love to hear your thoughts about Elon's takeover of Twitter and what you think that means for the platform, what it means for you. Are you going to ditch Twitter? Are you going to go somewhere else? I'm, I'm, you know, curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So feel free to send me a tweet at blawrence38 on Twitter. <laughs> or you can uh, go to like blawrence.com, go to impact.co, go to wherever and you know let me know what you think i'd love to hear it thank you for tuning into this episode of the download personally i feel like ellen is a quack but what do i know let britain know what you think about this episode what your thoughts are about the takeover and what you think it means for twitter reach out to britain on twitter at blawrence38 and make sure to follow both him and impact for future episodes